the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is the five o'clock hour on a Friday of Bob Bernie Live. And uh, I am just extremely grateful that you are there on that side of the microphone. I sincerely hope that you know how important you are to me and to this program. I hope you know that. I I really do. And uh, to Joy as well. Uh, Everything that that I do, Joy is a part of. We are a a team. If uh, If she keeps me for about what, five more weeks? Uh, we'll celebrate number 52. Uh, but we often talk about you folks as part of our family. And uh, when we are out, she enjoys meeting uh, listeners as much as I do, maybe sometimes even more. But anyway, I just want you to know how much I appreciate this audience. You are indeed unique. You are unbelievably generous. In the few times every year that we come to you with a fundraiser, you always just give and give and give and give. I don't remember. Seriously, I don't remember the last time that we have not met a goal. Not only do you give enough to reach the goal, you always exceed the goal. And because of that, way over $2 million you have given to Christian ministries. Hundreds of thousands of people have come to Christ because of your sacrificial giving. Uh, You call. You're respectful. Sometimes you disagree, and that's wonderful. I appreciate it when when I hear from people who disagree. So anyway, I am just grateful that you are there. Thank you. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Uh, just one other COVID thing. I mentioned earlier that... Um, All of us have anecdotal stories. I told the story of a 45-year-old young man, uh, missionary, home in America, healthy, 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 no health problems, no comorbidities, and he died. He was not vaccinated. Does anybody know whether things would have been different had he been vaccinated? No. No. During the break, got a voicemail from one of our listeners, and I hope this gentleman is still listening. He had a completely different story, and I listened very quickly because it was during the break, and I hope, 
I got this correctly, but he was 45, picture of health, uh, got the vaccine and got terribly sick and nearly died, was in the hospital for a long, long time after he got the vaccine. And it seems that his illness, sickness, and and near-death experience was because of a reaction to the vaccine. So my point is, you're going to have to do your own research. You can find anecdotal stories on both sides. People who didn't get the vaccine, terrible things happen. People who did get the vaccine, terrible things happen. And we have to base our decisions, number one, on prayer. Ask God for wisdom and guidance and direction. And then do your research. And let me add what I try to add every time that I bring this up. Don't just look for people, sources, and research that fits what you already believe. Don't do that. Be more open-minded. And I will repeat what I've said over and over and over again. I don't care what you believe. You will find somebody on the Internet who agrees with you. That does not mean it's true. Do your research. And not just from sources that agree with you, your point of view, your view. Don't do that. And then and then seek God's wisdom on all of these things, particularly the vaccine and COVID and, and so forth. And I again, if that I hope that listener is still listening, and I'm thank you for leaving that voicemail. Thank you so very much, because you give the other side. All right, it is open phone Friday, and I've got Mike in Northwest Columbus on the line. Mike, welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Bob. Hi, Mike. On Monday, now Monday you'd re- you discuss a story by Joyce Beatty, who is selling her million dollar blacklick home and million well let me just correct you million dollar plus home not just a million million dollar plus home yeah i saw that it's you know it's she lives out there former mayor of columbus mike coleman lives out there he lives in it's hard he has another tricky deal with his house because it's in it's in a trust under the name of his employer so you can't easily find it unless you look Look at voter records, mm. and you know it's interesting where they live and where they don't live. They want people to vote for them, but they don't. They want to live in elite neighborhoods. And I just find that I find it very interesting. Well, you 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 see that often with politicians, like Maxine Waters in California. She is a multimillionaire, and most of the people in her district live below the poverty level. And yet they continue to reelect her. Nancy Pelosi is a multimillionaire. And my question is always, if you were a millionaire when you were elected, okay, I would expect you to continue to be a millionaire. But if you are of average means income before you are elected to public office, and then you become a multimillionaire, 
there's something there's something rotten there and uh you know there was so much criticism of trump well he was a gazillionaire before he was elected and i have no i have no problem i have no problem with a wealthy person running for office i really don't uh in the uh, senate campaign here in ohio uh, we have, out of that list of Republican candidates, we've got three or four that are very wealthy individuals, and they're running for office. Fine. That's okay. But what I want to know is, how do you become a millionaire in office when you were not before? And Joyce Beatty is one of those, Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, and many, many others. Yeah, you've got... the. Uh... Barack Obama's almost a half a billionaire now, and he lives in Martha's Vineyard. And it's just <laughs> interesting where they, these people live and don't live. Joyce Beatty's not going to move to Linden. She's going to move to a a, a deluxe condo downtown. Yeah, half-million-dollar yeah. condo downtown, yeah. Yeah, and well, Mike Coleman, she lives in Blacklake. So, and he has one of his jobs. It's a, probably a, it's a, Somehow he's on a board director of Advanced Drainage Systems, which is a construction company. What he knows about construction is beyond me, besides giving tax payments <laughs> to developers. But that that company is in Hilliard, and he lives in Blacklick, not Linden. So he he avoids the the tax increase that he put through because of his frivolous spending when he was mayor. I mean that's <laughs> that that's hypocrisy at its finest. Well, there's a lot of good for thee, but not for me in politics, and it's not always on the on the uh, Democrat side. All right, Mike, always good to talk to Thanks, you. Bob. Thanks. Have a great weekend. All right, I I do have a Mike Coleman story. I'll tell it quickly when we uh, when we come back. I just have one Mike Coleman story. That's that's all. Former mayor of uh, Columbus. My number. 877 Bob Live with uh, Mike hanging up. I got a phone line for you. 877 262 5483. Today's news God's Word and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. <laughs> oh my goodness, I, I, I tried to stay away today from uh, President Biden, anything negative, because I've said this before and I sincerely mean it. I will not let this program become... All Joe Biden all the time. He said this bad. He did this bad. Um, a lot of talk shows did that with Obama, uh, uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, you could tune in any time, any day, and you knew what they would be doing. They would be bashing the president. I'm, and I'm, I'm just not going to go there. <laughs> but you just... you can't ignore some of these things. Uh, Joe Biden is quickly losing the mainstream media. And this is huge. 
For instance, one of our local TV stations. And if you don't know this, all of the local TV stations lean to the left. Even the one owned by a company that is supposed to lean conservative. (laughs) I don't know about the company, but locally they are not conservative. All of the local TV stations lean pretty heavily to the left. Oh, I got to tell you my Mike Coleman story. I'll do that in just a minute. But anyway, one of our local TV stations just posted this. Quote, while making a comparison to last Thanksgiving, President Biden claimed wages have grown more than inflation. But the two most followed inflation measures don't back that up. And then the headline, no Wages have not grown more than inflation since last Thanksgiving. In other words, once again, the president has not told the truth. Wouldn't you hate to be his press secretary? And there was another story about that. I'm not going to get into that, but I, I, that's fascinating that a local TV station is saying, uh, the president, well, he lied. He he didn't, no, he didn't tell us the truth. That's happening more and more and more often because it is really difficult to defend things that are just blatantly, absolutely untrue and so easy to check. Uh, oh, my Mike Coleman story, for for what it's worth, and it's not much. I was coming back from a mission trip. I it may have been Malawi. I don't know. I was out of the country, and I'm coming back. And I'm in the airport, I believe, in Washington, D.C. I think it was in Washington, D.C., And uh, I'm in the waiting area, waiting to board my plane from Washington. Was it Washington? I think it was. From Washington back to Columbus. I'm sitting in the waiting area and so forth. Well, I see a gentleman walk and seated in the waiting area. And I thought, man, he looks familiar. It was Coleman, Mayor Coleman. He was not mayor at that time. He had just left office. So he was just recently the mayor of Columbus, but he he wasn't anymore. And so I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. A few minutes later, another gentleman comes and gets into the waiting area. And I thought, boy, he looks familiar. Gene Smith, the athletic director at the Ohio State University. Well, they saw each other, and I don't remember who moved, but one of them moved to the other one, and they sat, and they were involved in in conversation. Good friends, obviously, the athletic director of Columbus and the former mayor of Columbus and so forth. So then it's time to board the airplane. And I thought, well, I know where they're sitting. First class. Well, Gene Smith, yes. Uh, you know, now we're boarding first class, can come on the plane. And Gene Smith got up, and not Mayor Coleman. Uh, Gene Smith gets up, and he uh, 
laughs at Mayor Coleman and makes a joke about sitting in first class. And uh, Coleman, to his credit, sat in the back of the plane with the rest of us peons. He did not. I'm sure he could afford to, but he uh, he chose not to fly first class. <clears throat> there you have my um, <clears throat> Mayor Coleman story. Aren't you glad you waited for that? All right. This is a fascinating story. Yesterday, uh, Republican Representative Mike Johnson was chairing hearings uh, in the Congress of the United States, House of Representatives, over the Florida heartbeat bill. And Johnson asked two of the witnesses who were opposed to the heartbeat bill, because as you know, the Justice Department, the Biden administration has promised the full weight and force of the U.S. government to defeat and destroy the heartbeat bill, which saves the lives of unborn babies. So there are hearings before Congress about it and so forth. There were two advocates for abortion testifying before the committee. To both of these abortion advocates, Representative Mike Johnson asked this question, and I quote, Does abortion kill something that's alive? Take the life of something that's alive. Neither of the advocates for abortion would answer. He kept pressing them. It's a yes or no question. When a baby is aborted, does a living human being die? The female said, Sir, the way you're asking these questions actually intentionally invites violence and harassment to both of us. Just by saying, is this a life? He responded, is it a life? Yes or no. She responded, what you're discussing is not the reality of how abortion care is delivered in this country. He continued to press both of them. When a child is aborted, does something or someone die? Both of them, doctors, by the way, refused to answer. Hey, when we come back, just because you can does not mean you should. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 